What's happening? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your uh, on your uh, Tuesday, February 15th. How's everybody doing right now? Huh? Let's get nuts! Let's get nuts. Whip out the nuts. No? The what? You know? Who knows? But anyways. Yes. Thank you guys for clicking in. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you uh, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell, all that stuff. If you're watching it not live, hey, guess what? It's chaptered out. You can fast forward if you want to hear me ramble and talk you know, to the people right now. You don't have to do that. Uh, of course, you got the join button. If you want to join, um, become a member of Film Junkie, I'll be, of course, doing a post-show stream. I have a little tea for that as well, you know, so that's always nice. I have a little, little tea to... Uh, talk about when it comes to the post show stream so if you want to become a member do so got the patreon right there if you want to help out that pirate ship and then of course uh the film junkie closet down below how's everybody doing tonight ah how's it going let's get nuts jose yes yeah suit looks awesome christopher thinks it looks awesome good yeah it looks good but still prefer bends yeah it's always usually a better one you know I, i'll agree with that what's going on yeah yeah, lots of news today, right? Uh, hello, Stephanie. Good to see ya. We got Ryan right here, too. Goats, no slander allowed. Yeah, he is a moderator, so watch out, guys. Mr. Niner fan, what's going on? Hopefully you find a, a new uh, quarterback soon. What's going on, Mr. Fear Jason? We got David the Batman as well. That's right, Blue Beetle. That's right, man. Don't be one of those. Don't be like, there's nothing I want to see when... There's stuff you want to see. Hey, Krypton Cage. He is a 14-month member right there. Thank you, Mr. Casey Najid. Yes, how's it going? Cracked open a beer. You're ready. Ready. Ready, Paramount. Yeah, we'll be talking about Paramount, all that stuff. So, doing all that. So, it's good to see everybody. All right, we got Thick and Wolf, of course, saying all that. Hello there, Lakzu. How you doing? Uh, you want some, uh, <laughs> Dave Wang for Rebel Mood? Full frontal, I said I would. Said I would. Zach, you know, if you're watching. What's going on? Miss Wonder Meg is here. Nice to see ya. Well, nice to see ya, of course. We got Rock Films right here. We got Adam, good to see you. Hello, hello. What about those nuts? What's up, darling? We got Stephanie. All right, here. Steph of the PH. Um, oop, oop, oop. Oh, the thing jumps. I love it when it jumps. It just likes to do that. We got a lock zoo. How you doing? That's right. Let's see. Hi, Rosemary. Good to see ya. We got the top ten. Of course, Den right here. James, James, getting nuts. Getting nuts. That's right. Who else we got here? Hmm. Anybody else? Oh, look at that. Top ten. Den, you're a three month, three months into basic member. There you go. We got Cat right here. What's going on, Cat? Good to see ya. Uh, let's see. Who else? Ryan. I think that's pretty much it. Uh, let's see. Valentine. Why Christian Bale is not returning in the Flash movie? Uh, it wouldn't feel right, to be honest. I wouldn't. It wouldn't feel right. What's going on? Malevolent. Malevolent X. Good to see you too. Uh, I don't know. To me, it wouldn't feel right if Christian Bale like came back. And uh, I don't know. That's just me though. I don't know. Just, she was just take away from all that. But then again, I said that about, what did I say that about Logan? And, you know, when it came to Professor and, Lo and you know, when it came to Patrick Stewart, 
and um, and Hugh Jackman. But now we all know that the voice we heard in the Doctor Strange trailer, yes, that was, uh, you know, I was a little kind of, I'd rather have the McAvoy version, but then again, maybe McAvoy is going to be in it too. I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen with that, but, you know, it seems to be like Patrick Stewart is definitely returning. But anyways, you know, what can you do? What can you do? What the fuck is happening there, Jacob? Yes. Uh, Bale had an ending to his story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did have an ending to his story, and I know how much you, you say it stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Yeah. Don't worry. Uh, I don't think he's going to come back. It's just a, that that to me does not seem right. It wouldn't seem right for Bale to come back. So um, but you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen when it comes to all this multiverse shit. You, and they might throw a little bit of a curveball or something like that. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, that's right. Yep. The Rams did win. My dad is a very happy man. That's right. Well, let's get nuts. Bangers. Yeah. You bangers. Oof. Yeah. All right, let's get started here. So you guys enjoy that little opening. I figured, I figured, I was like, all right, we got to have an opening sketch, something with uh, the Michael Keaton bat suit and all that stuff. And then I thought, you know, and I couldn't really think of anything. And then all of a sudden, I went, well, I mean, I usually open up with, you know, if I don't have a sketch, I'll open up with the let's get nuts thing. So I figured I'd be, why not put myself into that? <laughs> why not put myself into that? So that was. Uh, so I uh, shot that real quick, and um, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Always fun to do stuff like that. All right. Got lots to talk about, of course. So, uh, yeah, let's definitely get nuts right here. Everything good? All right. Let's get nuts. Let's go to the tweets. Let's get to these tweets right here. All right. Okay. Here we go. Hey, who wanted to see Christopher Nolan kiss his dog or have his dog kiss him, I should say? There you go. Christopher Nolan. Weird seeing him in shorts, but hey, you know, he's human. Um, and yeah, his dog is just totally giving him a nice wet kiss right there. So Christopher Nolan doing that, doing that right there. See, you had, you had, I'm already into the tweets there, Rock Films, and you send me a $5 super chat. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'll uh, answer your question. Does this mean that Jack Nicholson is the official Joker of the DCEU or a variation of both Joker and Nicholson or even Mark Hamill? <laughs> I don't think any of those guys are going to be coming back. Um, Jack Nicholson doesn't even, uh, he retired from, from all that. So I don't know. There's a lot of questions that, that we have to wait to be answered when it comes to what's happening in the in the DC extended universe. So extended in the DC extended universe, yes. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But thank you for the uh, the five dollar super chat there, Mister Rock Films. Appreciate that. Uh, you know, I made a joke right here because films films to films. I said, "What's the most iconic movie in 1990?" I put Batman and Robin. Because why not? And yes, guys, I talked about it yesterday. It sucks that Zack Snyder's Justice League cannot be uh, eligible for the whole Twitter most popular movie thing for the Academy Awards. But I said, fuck it. And you should say fuck it, too. But then at the same time, you know, the fact that Army of the Dead was in the movie theaters, that actually qualifies. So maybe we should do that instead, man. A lot of Batman, a lot of Batman on the uh on the timeline. And this is pretty cool right here. Call the Ghostbusters. Look at that. Ivan Reitman. May he rest in peace. It's a cool little sketch right there. Uh, the Batman. Apparently, um, when it comes to AMC, AMC Theaters, 
uh, has placed the Batman under the banner of Artisan Films, which is reserved for films that are artist-driven in a way that advances the art of storytelling and filmmaking. This is the only contemporary comic book movie to receive this distinction apart from Joker. So there you go, guys. Yeah, you can't say that, can you, Marvel? Yeah, at least uh, when it comes to some of the stuff that DC and Warner Brothers are doing, you know, I mean, they very much got to lean heavily into, um, the, you know, the directors, the creators creating what they want to create, whether it's, you know, not for the fucking kids, not full on popcorn cinema. But there you go. The uh, the bat the Batman is in fact a uh, an a- <laughs> it's an AMC artisan film, much like the Joker was. So that's pretty cool. This is also cool right here. Um, see San Ayos, I guess is how you say it. Art he uh, created this um, Henry Cavill second flight, I guess you could say, uh, black suit Superman right here, which is absolutely gorgeous. Look at that detail right there. Fucking great. Good job. Good job on you. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we have, uh, of course, more quotes from Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves. Uh, there's a lot more, you know, interviews that are happening. And uh, apparently, the, according to Robert Pattinson, he said he spent 2019 traveling with a suitcase filled with Batman comics. Batman the Long, the Long Halloween was a big influence on the whole movie. I really like that. And Batman Dark Victory, which is essentially the sequel, the sequel that has Robin in it, which, of course, he talks about, too. We'll get to that. And um, yeah, guys, if you still want to do, still want to grab yourself a release of Schumacher cut shirt, Forever Beef Triumphant, that of course is uh, is a, uh, all the proceeds proceeds uh, for ink to the people are going to be going to cancer. So you know, please uh, grab yourself a shirt. I did, or uh, well, I haven't done it yet, but I'm gonna I'll do it right after this. I keep forgetting to do it, but I'm gonna grab that shirt because I really like that shirt. So make sure you guys grab yourself a shirt for a good cause. That's what it's all about. Hey, cape porn. Gotta love cape porn. Yeah, I just love that. I love cape, good old cape porn and all this fucking nerd shit that we talk about. Jeez, gotta love it. Gotta love it. And of course, we'll talk about that, do all that. And uh, hey, guess what? All right, so yeah, we have a Batman pizza. Now there's a Batman burger. That's right, guys. There's a Batman burger that you can get at Hardee's, Carl's Jr. So, you know, I don't, yeah. <laughs> it's got a special sauce. I don't know. Uh, bat sauce, but you get a brand. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, Batfleck was the, uh, he was the blueprint because, yeah, you get a brand of the Bat logo on your bun. That's right. Sounds, uh, sounds hot. So, gonna probably have to get myself, uh, Probably gonna have to get myself a bat burger. Yeah, bat sauce. I don't know what it consists of. I don't. Th- uh, if it's not, I see those eyeballs make. Relax, relax. And there's a shot of Ivan Reitman on the set of uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, looking at the uh, the uh, the RTV, the uh, remote controlled trap right there. So that's cool. I'm glad he got to see the movie at least come out. That's good. Jimmy Smits will be reprising his role as Senator Bale Argana in Obi-Wan Kenobi. I, I think we all kind of figured this, given the uh, the time frame where this where the Obi-Wan Kenobi series fits. I mean, he showed up in Rebel, or uh, Rebel, I almost said Rebel 1, uh, Rogue 1. He showed up in Rogue 1, so... You know, doesn't you know doesn't surprise any of us really that he show he's showing up in uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. So that's cool. And then we got Jake Quaid. He joins 
the uh, the Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan's film, Oppenheimer. He joins that, that huge cast. So good on, uh, good on. I always say Jake Quaid, right? I say it's Jack Quaid, not Jake Quaid. Jack Quaid. Um, so he's joining that. So man, this guy is just showing up everywhere, man. So that's good. Good on him. Good on him. We'll talk about that too. That's going to be interesting. And then here we go, right here. So Robert Pattinson on including Robin into, of course, this Bat universe. He said, yeah, but he has to be 13. That's the only way I'll accept it. No, I love death in, death in the family and stuff, but I think it'd be so cool. Also, people are so scared of it, but it's kind of exciting. I think it would be really, it would be a really fun addition. So that's what uh, that article right there from Collider, which there was some more stuff when it came to the Collider. Um, yes, I know we don't really like Collider so much, but hey, you know, it's uh, what can he do? What can he do? But um, yeah, but Matt Reeves also talked about sequel potential. So not only is Robert Pattinson talking about a potential sequel that has Robin in it, and hopefully, yes, they do a young Robin. You, Whether it's, uh, you know, I think they should. 12, 13 years old, got to be that. Let's not have a grown man like they did in Batman Forever, even though Chris O'Donnell was, you know, still a good, uh, still a good Robin. But um, I'm just saying, it just ha- would have had more impact if it was that young, that young boy. Um, so, yeah, the Batman, Matt Reeves, is interested in including a grounded Mr. Freeze in potential sequels. So this is a little quote right here, which is interesting. He said, in my view... I just feel drawn to finding the grounded version of everything. So to me, it would be a challenge and an interesting way to try to figure out how that could happen. Even the idea of something like Mr. Freeze, that's such a great story, right? Yes, it is. Just watch Heart of Ice. That's all you got to really just focus on or, you know, at least have that as a base and then try to ground it a little bit right there. I think there's actually a grounded version of that story, which could be really powerful and could be really great. So I love the fantastical side of Batman, but this iteration, obviously, uh, while being to me, a, I think is a very comics faith is very comics faith faithful, but I don't think that this one is necessarily, it doesn't lean as hard into the fantastical, I guess. But I think to me, what would be interesting would be to try and unwind the fantastical and see, well, how could that make sense here? And so that's kind of my view, how I see it. So there you go. Talking about, I mean, there was already like rumors and stuff like that, that, that Matt Reeves was thinking about having uh, Mr. Freeze. So uh, he's talking more about it. I mean, there's so much you could do. I mean, that's such a heartbreaking story if you really want to, like, go, like, into the whole thing, into that whole thing with Victor Freeze and, and of course, his wife, Nora, and then that whole aspect of it. I mean, it's really a heartbreaking story. So they could really probably do something. But the fact that he's talking about that just kind of makes it one or two because I know people have asked me, like, who would I like to see villain-wise when it comes to the Batman sequels? And, you know, some people said Clayface. How would you ground Clayface? That would be very interesting, too, if he decided to take that fantastical villain and try to ground that as best as he can. You know, and there's only so much you could do when it comes to, you know, when it comes to grounding things. It's like, yeah, you can ground as much as you can. But still, it's a it's a dude swinging from a grappling hook, you know, and doing some crazy shit in a bat suit. So it's still going to be kind of fantastical when it comes to all this. But, you know. I know, Clayface, Jose, I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, if he wants to start trying to ground some of these, you know, some of this stuff, why not? I'm down for it. I think if anybody could do it, Matt Reeves could do it. Somehow that guy made a fucking 
Planet of the Apes trilogy work. I mean, I know he didn't do the first one, but he did the uh, the second two, and he made that shit work. That shouldn't have worked. Shouldn't have worked. So I always have faith in Matt Reeves, 100%. Um, Alec Baldwin and Russ movie sued for wrongful death by cinematographer. Uh, how, how do you say it? Helna? 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 I forgot how to say her name. Ms. Hutchins and the estate. So, yes. This shit has not gone away. I know some people kind of forgot about it, but yeah, apparently now the estate of uh, the cinematographer that got killed on the set, uh, they are now suing Alec Baldwin and the Russ movie. Let's just say that the Russ movie is never going to see the light of day. And uh, hey, that's what happens when you don't practice the right kind of uh, safety and everything like that. It's like, that sucks, but you know, what can you do? But yeah. Like I was saying, you know, obviously it sucks. It's stupid. The fact that Zack Snyder's Justice League is not going to be eligible for the Oscars fan favorite category. Dumb. I know because, you know, it requires a theatrical release essentially. But, uh, you know, what this got released and Zack posted this like last year. He said Army of the Dead. I think it was last year. He said Army of the Dead is the Snyder cut because, you know, Netflix said, hey, you do what you want, man. We'll back you up. That's why we, uh, you know, threw a bunch of money at you to fucking create some universes for us. Bam, right there. We ain't going to touch any of your shit. So I love the fact that he said that he posted this uh, a little while back. He said, Army of the Dead is the Snyder Cut. So if you want a Snyder Cut to be, you know, to qualify for the fan favorite, for that fan uh, favorite Oscar category, hey, Army of the Dead is right there. Even though, according to some people out there that were saying, that were looking at, People voting and everything and looking at the analytics. Apparently, when it came to the most popular movies last year, Spider-Man No Way Home and Zack Snyder's Justice League. Come on. Come on. Yeesh. Ah, Super Troopers. Crazy. Super Troopers came out 20 fucking years ago. Holy shit. Man, I didn't see this movie in the movie theater. I saw it I saw it that summer on, on, uh, on video and fell in love with the movie. This movie is absolutely fantastic, man. Uh, the sequel was, you know, it was whatever. If anything, they should have just jumped on and they should have just wrote like, you know, three or four sequels right after it and just kept rolling with it. But these guys, you know, uh, the Broken Lizard guys, they 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 ended up doing, you know, Club Dread was cool. Uh, and then, of course, Beer Fest. Everybody loved Beer Fest. Um, but, yeah, it's hard to believe. 20 years ago today, mother of God, I'm freaking out, man. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Leader of cola. Is that a leader of cola? All right, meow. Meow, what's so funny? Do I look like a cat to you, boy? Yeah, I love that movie. So quotable. So quotable. Restore the Snyderverse. Love this little drawing right here. You know? It's a cool little sketch of the nightmare the nightmare crew, the nightmare squad right there. Looking forward to this. I heard about this a while ago in HBO. Looks like HBO is going to handle it. Um, we're going to get a George Carlin doc from Judd Apatow. So that's going to be coming to HBO Max in May. I will be watching this movie like crazy. Fuck yeah. I'm not, I'm not watching like crazy, you know, but I love George Carlin. He's one, he's like my all-time favorite comedian, so I'll be watching this doc for sure. Got to see him live before he passed away. That was cool. Man, that guy would be canceled so many times in today's society, but... but just like Jave Chappelle, Bill Burr, Joe Rogan, none of, nobody can be, none of those guys can be uh, canceled, no matter what happens. I love this shot from, of course, uh, the first Spider-Man movie. It's a great shot right there. I always love it when uh, the hero's costume is all fucked up and torn up. 
something about that. Something about that. Um, Christmas story. Apparently, uh, apparently all these guys, everybody's coming back pretty much. Um, yeah, the film follows an adult Ralphie in the 1970s who returns to the house on Cleveland Street to deliver his kids a magical Christmas like the one he had growing up with the same attention to real-life tone of the first. Ralphie connect, reconnects with childhood friends, re- reconciles the passing of his old man, and sues the seeds, or sows the seeds for the origins of the beloved holiday classic. So yeah, the, the sequel to Christmas Story is bringing back some more characters uh, that were in the first movie right there, which that'll be cool. We all it's we're in a nostalgia kick right now, aren't we? So, speaking of nostalgia kick, there's uh there's all the Spider Men and their stunt doubles right there. These are the stunt doubles. It's crazy how they you know sometimes you just have more than one. I mean, I'm guessing that these two these two are Tom's and then that, that's that's Toby's and then that's uh, Andrew's right there. So a cool other behind the scenes shot right there. Uh, we got Staz Noir. Noir, Noir. Uh, look at this. He posted this. Offices for the next eight months. Netflix film Rebel Moon. So look at that. He's uh, reporting for duty. They're, they're already they're, yeah, Pre-production is well underway right now. So uh, it's going to be a nice long shoot because uh, Rebel Moon Part 1, Rebel Moon Part 2. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. So we'll talk about all that, of course. A lot of things happened. Uh, the release of Schumacher cut campaign that happened uh, over the weekend, you know, 12,000, uh, 12, uh, tw- well, 12.6 thousand tweets right there. So not too shabby when it came to a small campaign right there. Yeah, it doesn't, you know, never, never really gets the oomph as much as, of course, the Snyder Cut or Restore the Snyderverse or, or, uh, or even the Ayer Cut. I wish it would get more. I wish more people would back the Schumacher cut. Uh, put a lot of energy, a, lot, a little bit more energy in it, uh, as much as they put some other energy into stuff. I mean, this is about getting another cut of the movie that uh, was changed kind of, not really drastically, like, of course, but, you know, not too shabby. Not too shabby right there. So, uh, deep water trailer. Why do you guys keep on talking about that deep water trailer? Yes, of course, it's hot. It's it's going to be, I mean, I, I can't, I, I, don't, I don't imagine that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez is going to show up to that to the premiere of it and on a day or Mas being there. That'd be awkward. Yes. You guys in the, you guys are totally just loving uh, the fact that it's going to be soft core porn. Uh, I think Jose just wants to see, uh, Jose just wants to see uh, Ben Affleck's ding dong again. You know, that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, yeah. So episode eight of peacemaker going to be insane. This is a shot showing uh, storyboards and whatnot. Of course they've been all, uh, you know, pretty much uh, censored right here, so we don't know exactly what's going on. But, uh, well, let's just, we already talked about it last week, you know, because they were talking about how a Justice League member is most likely going to show up uh, in the season finale of Peacemaker. And I think we all kind of came to the conclusion that, we all came to the conclusion that, that it's going to be most likely Aquaman because, you know, it just seems to fit in that. It'd be interesting. There was... You know, we kind of like, would it be Jason Momoa showing up? Would it be Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman showing up? Would it be Ezra Miller's Flash? We kind of thought like, who would that, who would end up showing up? I mean, of course, a lot of us would be like, why can't it be like Henry Cavill's Superman? But it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. But uh, I think we all put our money, we all pretty much put our money that it's uh, it's going to be Jason Momoa's Aquaman, most likely. That's going to probably be the case. 
Uh, this is pretty funny right here. David Harbour was at a basketball game. He was at a looks like a Knicks game right there. And uh, he was like he held up right here. Uh, Stranger Things 4 is coming soon. I promise. Yeah, I know. We've been waiting so long. Yeah, of course, we've got Noah right here at CoStar. Waiting so long for that Stranger Things Season 4, and he's promising everybody that, yes, it will be showing up soon. Jesus Christ, these kids are going to be fucking... These kids are going to have their own kids by this time. I mean, my God, it's been that long when it comes to uh, when it comes to all that. So, yeah, good times. Anyways, so there you go. There are the tweets right there. Peacemaker, yeah, I know. It's going to be a crazy finale. It's one of those finales. I can't wait till Friday. I'm not going to be able to wait till Friday to watch that finale. I'm definitely going to be watching it uh, Thursday. Probably wake up early and and just watch it because spoilers. You know how that is. Last episode was crazy. All righty then. So how are we feeling about this bat suit, huh? How are we feeling about it? I mean, I it sucks because, you know, Kind of hope we were kind of hoping that you know maybe we'd get like a full on shot promo shot, show him in the suit, show Michael Keaton in the suit, but uh, you know sadly we got another we just got a set set photo you know we just got to set some set photos that showed uh, the stuntman of course in uh, in uh, in the suit right here so that's what everybody was kind of talking about um, that's what everybody's been talking about today when it comes to. Batman and uh, and uh, the new suit. So we'll start right here. Of course, Batgirl film news right here. Of course, getting receiving all the uh, the set photos right here. There was this shot right here, which was pretty cool. You know, it's like, all right, there he is. He's standing there. Cool. And then there was actual video right here from the set, which shows, of course, Gordon right here and a bunch of dudes that I, I guess uh, that, you know, Whose ass asses he kicked? Handling. He got nuts. He got nuts on these guys. So and then he just runs off. <laughs> yeah. All right. So there he runs off, leaving Gordon. But like I said, it's not Michael Keaton. It's Michael Keaton's uh stunt double. Cause he just showed up right now. He showed up today in Glasgow. And there he is right there, masked up, ready to go. 70-year-old Michael Keaton showing up. That's right. Put on that bat suit, buddy. Let's see what we have. So, there's the shots right here. They're not the the best, but uh, you know, that's what the suit. I mean, when you look at the suit, right? Here, let me open this one. This one, uh, this one right here is like the better one. Uh, I wish I can zoom in. I should have had this more better prepped. Oh yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, so you have the suits right here, or the shots of the suits. Um, what I was just noticing. Right off the bat is the fact that the suits or the suit, the cow looks really good. I really like the cow. The cape going over the shoulders, cool. I like that too. And then, of course, you know, you got a big chest piece right there with the Batman Returns like emblem on it. And then you got, of course, you got to remember this is a stunt suit. So, of course, the torso area looks a little looks a little strange. You know, it's not like totally, it's a little loose. But at the same time, it's like, hey, you know, you're an older Batman. You wanna, you don't want your, uh, you don't want your tights to be so tight. You need some room to fucking do some kickies and whatnots. You know, so the costume is. But what a lot of people were talking about is the fact that the belt, the bat belt, the utility belt, is all black. It's not gold like it was before, like the old Keaton, like the the old Keaton costumes. Not gold. So, you know, 
Grandpa Keaton and Batfleck Gordon. Yeah. We'll see what happens with that. I'm still wondering what the context of that. See, that's interesting. I know you're I know you're hating all this, Mattia. You're you're hating every bit of this. But um I'm just saying what what's interesting about this is the fact of the matter is it's like, all right, so this is a stunt man that's uh in, in this. Look at that shot right there. I love how the Calyx is anybody else tell that tell me that that doesn't look more Batman Begins, Cal? You know? That that reminds me of the Batman Begins Cal more than the Batman Returns Cal. I don't know. Ah, I just saw the shot right there. It's a nice little side profile. I'm really digging the Cal. That's for sure. So it looks more Batman Begins to me too. But what I'm thinking, okay, so obviously this is this is a the flashback because we have the red-headed Commissioner Gordon. All right. So how many years back does it go? Well, if you looked at how Barbara looked, Babs how she looked in the previous set photos, she very much was probably about, what, six, seven maybe? And I would think that Barbara is probably in her early 20s. So how how much are we flashing back when it comes to all of this? Um, and then it kind of makes me wonder too because um, I think I might know who the stuntman is, uh, the stuntman for Michael Keaton. And it's kind of interesting. There's some interesting things when it comes to the stuntman for Michael Keaton, and uh, I'm not going to talk about it here It's because it's kind of weird, but I will talk about it in the members-only stream. I'll give you some tea on the stuntman that supposedly is this guy right here, which is very interesting. There's a couple interesting things when it comes to him, So, uh, but I'll talk about that in the post-show, so make sure you members uh, um, tune into the, uh, the post-show because something pretty interesting about that, but yeah. So anyway, so we're talking about a flashback of what? Maybe 20 years, maybe like 15, 20 years. And I'm kind of wondering how old is Michael Keaton's Batman, Bruce Wayne? How old is he going to be in this in this movie or in The Flash? That's what I'm kind of wondering. Well, how old is he going to be? And then there's a flashback that goes down. So I'm like, all right, is he a 50-year-old Batman, 50, 50 55-year-old Batman? Is he a late 40s Batman? What is happening when it comes to all that? That's the questions I have right there. It's like the Batman and the Flash, uh, Batman stuntman. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, one hundred percent, we can we can definitely verify like this is the suit that we will see also in the Flash movie. So that's also very. That's it's not like a. This is not just a suit for the Batgirl movie, but it's going to be interesting to see the context. I know a lot of people are getting impatient and saying nothing makes sense. Yes, well, that's why we have to be patient to see what's going to happen when it comes to this movie right here. That's what's that's what we got to do. You got to be a little patient. Hopefully it will make sense. You know, that's what it is. Then we got uh Mr. Aaron Bailey art right here. He uh he mocked up this right here. This uh beautiful piece of concept art right here with uh the new um the new the new Michael Keaton bat costume right there. It's just interesting that the, the chest piece is like really thick and so are the shoulders and then it kind of just like sinks in. I'm, I don't really, I'm not really a big fan of the torso part. I'm hoping that it looks better. I don't mind the uh, the pants. I actually like the, like the fact that the pants are like kind of baggy, gives them a little bit more room for the, you know, for uh, the balloon bag, you know, they don't want to get a little pinchy in the gooey bag, you know, you don't want to do, you don't want to have that when you have, uh, when you're trying to kick some ass. So... Uh, and we all know that Batman has big balls, right? Yes. Anyways, um, that big ball energy. Um, so that's what uh, Mr. 
Aaron Bailey mocked up right there, which looks pretty cool. So yeah, there's so many, there's so many different things, so many different um, theories out there. Um, it's just, I mean, I obviously the universe that this all takes place in is not the Snyderverse. I, I don't think it's the Snyderverse. It's gonna be, I don't know how exactly Michael Keaton shows up, and then there's J.K. Simmons, Gordon, because obviously that's not the same. They're they're not the they don't they're not supposed to be in the same universe so that's that's all up in the air and we just got to be patient to see like what exactly is going to be happening with that but i'm digging the costume uh like i said something you know the, the torso area is a little weird for me and the, the the big like i thought it was going to be more robotic you know like it was going to be like all right is he gonna it's gonna this costume is going to be a little mechanical to help him because you know he's he's up there he's older but doesn't look like it. it looks like it's just a little bit more got a little bit more to it when it comes to the costume a little bit more of uh you know protection i guess you could say so it's just going to be again the con the, the context of it all because this is in fact the flashback they're shooting flashbacks this is not present day so i'm wondering okay is he going to be around present day what's going to be happening with that i don't think so i honestly don't think that um michael keaton is going to i don't think he's I mean, he might, you know, suit up and then they're going to probably do some de-aging stuff because, like I said, some interesting stuff when it comes to his stuntman right there. But we'll talk about that post-show on the post-show stream. So make sure um, you guys uh, tune into that right after this. So, yeah, we'll see. But, yep, theories are all out there. So, uh, yeah, I know. We want some more stuff for the cape on uh, on Batfleck. Yeah, Batfleck had some good capage. Had some good cape porn on that thing. I mean, that's that's what I love, though, is like how now everything when it comes to capes, it's all you get the CGI flowing cape and everything. I mean, I would say, again, you know, Zack Snyder, the blueprint. I think he aided in the whole like cape porn kind of aspect of a lot of things. You know, he knew he knew what to do when it came to the capes. But uh, yeah, I know some I know we're missing this guy right here. It's like, where's this guy? Is he going to be showing up? I don't know. You know, you know how it is. Hollywood, fucking Hollywood. So, yeah, fucking Hollywood. But, but anyways, yep. Yeah, there's a lot of things, a lot of things, a lot of questions up in the air. But you know, at least I hope. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think they're gonna release anything like official when it comes to Michael Michael Keaton's bat suit because, you know, we still have Robert Pattinson. Hey, we got a whole other Batman right here, man. You know, he's you know, let's we gotta wait wait till after that movie comes out and does its job. Then maybe we'll get like an official shot of that. But it's like, man, you guys are shooting outside. You knew that was going to happen. Um, but I'm sure like when we get an official shot of it, it's going to be interesting. And I, I'm telling you, they're doing some kind of de-aging thing because it's all flashback. And yeah, I'm just wondering, like, uh, I'm just wondering when it comes to uh, the flash, though, too. Like, there's just so many questions. So many questions. Too many questions. All right. Mr. Jason Kylar. Um, well, I thought that his job was going to be secure when it came to the merger of Warner Brothers and Discovery. I thought, all right, he came in, did the HBO Max thing, pretty much came up with the idea, you know, the the day and date kind of thing, which pissed off some people, apparently. And, uh, you know, there's a couple of things that are still happening when it comes to all that. Some studios not ex not not too happy about what was going on with all that. But this uh, new article right here basically uh, is um, shining some light on Jason Kylar's future when it comes to CEO of Warner Media. Now here we go right here. The, um, I mean, this is pretty much, yeah, it's from The Wrap right here, but I pulled it from uh, Yahoo Entertainment. It says, The Wrap 
what Warner Brothers Discovery will look like and why Jason Kylar won't survive the merger. So here we go. The shape of the new Warner Brothers Discovery conglomerate is emerging as Discovery is finally rolling its sleeves to take charge ahead of expected takeover in April, about two months sooner than originally planned. On the priorities list, streamlining systems and rebuilding company culture. The company has been siloed for 30 years. One insider with knowledge of the company told me no one has the time for that anymore. The turf wars got to go. One team, one mission. Yeah, there you go. That sounds good. According to my intel, what that means is this. Warner Media CEO Jason Kylar, who was promoted just two years ago after John Stanky took over as CEO of, of current Warner parent AT&T, will definitely be leaving along with his team to be replaced by Discovery CEO. Yeah, it says Davis. It says Davis. Spell check. David Zasloff and his top executives. While this was previously presumed by many, insiders tell me that this is now expected as a done deal. Also, the door is not open for the return of former CNN chief Jeff Zucker, probably a good good thing, um, who resigned last month, who resigned last month despite his years-long friendship with Zaslav. The very idea of his Coming back for uh, a top executive role is silly, according to uh, my top source after Zucker concealed a romantic relationship with CNN's top communications and marketing executive. More on this later. So there you go. The team will soon be based in Los Angeles, all this stuff. I mean, yeah, the executive team at the top uh, combined Warner Brothers Discovery will be the team currently leading Zaslav's cable network, COO David Levy, CFO Gunnar Whedonfels, streaming chief J.B. Perrette, whatever, and chief people in uh, culture officer Andrea Albert Rahm. Yeah, among others, including uh, counsel Bruce Campbell. What? I don't think it's that Bruce Campbell. Groovy. Anyways, so you got that right there. And what's also interesting is this right here. This just showed up. This is actually from Jason Kylar right here that he apparently sent over to the CNN team. said, earlier today, Allison Galust resigned from CNN following the conclusion of the company's investigation into issues associated with Chris Cuomo and former Governor Andrew Cuomo, uh, performed by a third-party law firm and led by a former federal judge. The investigation was comprehensive and definitive. It was commissioned in September and concluded this weekend, which now allows me to share additional information with you based on interviews of more than 40, 40 individuals and a review of over 100,000 texts and emails. The investigation found violations of company policies, including CNN's news standards and practices by Jeff Zucker, Allison Galest, and Chris Cuomo. A, uh, I, re- I realize this news is troubling uh, disappointing and frankly painful to read. The, these are valid feelings many of you have. We have the highest standards of journalistic integrity at CNN. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and those rules must apply to everyone equally. Given the information provided to me in the investigation, I strongly believe that we have taken the right actions and the right decisions have been made. I am asking uh, in this moment that we all commit to the vital mission we share and the values that define us. CNN, Warner Media, and the this incredible team deserve that commitment. So there you go, man. 
So after an article came out that said that that he is going bye-bye, he had to basically let everybody know that the investigation for the whole CNN debacle also concluded. So, man, I tell you what, <laughs> these guys say it's all it's all been crazy over there, man. Zaslav just needs to just come in and just, you know, he just really needs a clean house. I mean, just like the, what that insider said that, there, I mean, it's been siloed. Warner Brothers, 30 years. There's just been, it's like there's been a divide. Warner Media, Warner Brothers, just been, it's just been pure craziness. And it's just like they don't, I think Zaslav's really going to change things for the good. Now, I mean, I don't think that everybody should just be like, okay, you're going to do what I want you to do, right? And give me my movies, my universe. I mean, again, we've been burned before. But, you know, you never know. Something crazy could happen. Maybe he's got something up his sleeve and we can get some kind of something when it comes to all of that. Maybe, you know, talk to that Superman guy again. Maybe talk to that Cavill guy. You know, let's get him back. Huh? Let's get some more Superman in our lives and whatnot. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But it's all very interesting. I really thought that Kyler wasn't going to go anywhere, but... Now it sounds like he's going to be going bye-bye. I mean, we all know Toby, good old Toby, is going to most likely go bye-bye. Uh, when it comes to Sarnoff and Hamada, Harmada, um, half, um, half spider, um, who knows what's going to happen with those two. But maybe Emmerich and Kyle are going to be going bye-bye. Yeah, second Warner Brothers. There you go. Anyways, okay. Paramount Plus, while they're trying to get back on uh, the good graces of this. Well, apparently Viacom CBS is just going to name it like Paramount Global. Apparently there's like a whole thing that happened with, with all of this when it comes to Paramount and what's uh, and what's happening with all this. Oh, yeah. There was a, also there was like an update when it came to the Village Roadshow. Yeah, the Village Roadshow and, you know, the whole Matrix 4 thing. They lost uh, to push the speed up the whole lawsuit thing. Apparently it's going to take longer than it should when it comes to that whole thing. So, uh, yeah, I was going to mention that with the, uh, with that, that kind of news right there, but yeah, Paramount, Paramount plus just announced a bunch of fucking shit right now. I mean, it's like all of a sudden it was just like, okay, cool. What's happening? What's going on? And they just like totally just, uh, showed a bunch, bunch of stuff on their Twitter. A lot of people were freaking out specifically about people when it comes to star, Star Trek and everything, so damn, there's just a lot to uh, to go over right here. So here it is. Okay, so here's where it starts. So it says Viacom CBS is now will uh, will now be known as Paramount. So no more Viacom CBS. It's just all Paramount now. So there's a lot of things, including Halo, the Halo series that's supposed to be premiering in March. They already have a season two. Season two, they're so confident in the series and they looked at the analytics of people talking about the series that they realized, all right, we might as well just green light a season two. So that's cool. Then we got Transformers Rise of the Beast will be released theatrically in 2023 and is the first of a of three new installments. So, yes, we are getting three more Transformers movies. And they also, to speak of three, they greenlit Sonic the movie Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie three. So that's coming out. And then another three, <laughs> a quiet place. Part three will be coming out in 2025. Again, those kids are going to be adults. Jeez. Tell you what. So you got that. And we got this Babylon movie. That's going to be starring Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie, which is going to be interesting because it's from Damon Chazelle. Can't wait. Can't wait for that. 
there are going to be three new SpongeBob-driven uh, movies as well. And then, of course, we have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that's going to be coming from <coughs> Cowabunga, dude, <laughs> Seth Rogen. So, and then this was not that. This right here is like some concept art. Apparently, Donnie's going to have some glasses, huh? So, yeah, a little bit of somebody drew this up right here. Going to be interesting, I guess, you know. I mean, we keep on trying to uh, reinvent the uh, the Turtles movie, right? So, yeah, I don't know. So they're doing that. And then we got Monster High, the movie, some Nickelodeon stuff, Paw Patrol. I know everybody's on that. Blue's Clues, Dora the movie, Teen Wolf is coming back. And then we have Star Trek, Strange New Worlds, Universe is expanding, getting some more Star Trek content. All of that news, a SEAL team movie, and then, of course, if you're into the uh, the shore-type reality shows and see those train wrecks, you know, there's all of that. The Challenge, we got South Park, and then, of course, we got the Beavis and Butthead series that's coming back as Beavis and Butthead is old men, which is going to be interesting to see. And then, of course, they're talking about all that stuff, Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies, all of that. All-Star Shore, Queen Universe, everything, Ink Masters coming back, the challenge, everything, all that good stuff. But also, also, they did announce that Star Trek IV is coming, it's finally coming out. Chris Pine, Zach Quinto, all those guys apparently going to be coming back, and we're going to get an official Star Wars, Star, Star Wars, Star Trek, Jesus Christ, come on. Hey, at least I didn't pull up the wrong trailer like I did yesterday with Doctor Strange. Anyway, Star Trek Four is going to be coming out. Chris Pine returning as Kirk and uh, all that stuff right there. So I'm actually happy about that because I like the Star Trek movies. I don't, you know, the new ones. I do. I like the ones that J.J. did. And then what, Justin Lin did the, the last one or was that? Yeah, that was Justin Lin, right? Uh, so, I mean, as much as I want to see the Quentin Tarantino Star Trek movie, I mean, I don't think we're going to get that. But hey, I'm down for another Star Trek movie. So that's coming out. A lot of people are excited about that. And uh, so, yeah, there you go. So Paramount doing some shit, doing some shit. They're trying to, like, uh, you know, give people the bang for their buck. Viacom, CBS, now uh, officially going to be called Paramount or like a Paramount Global kind of thing. So there you go, guys. That's all the content and, uh, and everything right there. So pretty exciting stuff. Good for Paramount. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever avatar can all right so we got some new uh box office numbers when it comes to spider-man so uh obviously it's still in the top five uh death on the nile of course uh won over uh audiences over the weekend which why not surprised that marry me didn't given that it was like you know valentine's day was yesterday and everything but yes spider-man is now has now domestically past avatar it only needed about 20 million remember when we saw that interview with tom holland where that the guy said well he said he didn't he kind of fucked up because i think in his brain he thought that avatar was like the top movie but no Endgame and, and force awakens is the top domestic gross movies right there but now it has bumped avatar which is going to be interesting given that we're going to get the new avatar sequels coming up which you know, a lot of people are wondering, like, is that even going to do anything? But yes, it is currently, of course, at 70, uh, $760 million, uh domestically right there, almost 761 so pretty close right there. And then, of course, it's got a grand total of $1.8 billion. Will it reach $2 billion? 
I don't think it will. I think we're way too far away now. We're we're into February. I don't think it's going to have those spidey legs. And then the next question is, is the Batman, is the Batman going to cross a billion dollars? Which I'm starting to get more confident. By by the way, uh, well, when it comes to tonight, apparently there's a press screening happening tonight, which I should have probably started emailing like people like crazy. But then again, that means I have to drive into the shithole that is Los Angeles in order to go see it. But yes, there are more critics that are seeing the Batman right now. But it's going to be interesting to see if the Batman does cross a billion dollars. So, and then of course we got Jackass Forever, which did a, it's doing a pretty good job. Almost had fifty million right there. I'm sure the the budget of that was pretty uh, pretty low, but uh. And then, you know, nobody wanted to see fucking Liam Neeson kick ass again. <laughs> I mean, it's just the same old things. This is a short movie, too, by the way. Interesting. But, yeah, there you go. So, congratulations, Spider-Man No Way Home. I mean, we all knew it was going to pass Avatar when we saw it was like $20 million away. But I was just kind of wondering, was it going to hit $2 billion? Doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. But home video sales, thing is going to go crazy. I think it comes out, what, at the end of this month? We can get it on video, so... Hey, you know, it's something. The Batman is releasing in China. See, that's the thing, too. Spider-Man No Way Home didn't get released in China, right? They didn't have China. They didn't have China. What's up with China? You know what, Spidey, Spidey? Slip, 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 slip. What's up with you guys? Come on. I don't know why. Did it not get released in China? That just doesn't, you would think, but, you know. But then again, it's fucking China. Apparently, they were uh, also censoring Friends episodes because they didn't like the whole, like, Ross's ex is a lesbian kind of thing. Yeah, you know, people always complain about America being, like, so, like, oh, yeah, over there. They're like, <laughs> yeah, so I'm just saying, you know, not so bad sometimes. But anyways, uh, so, yeah, if the Batman's getting a China release, that could really help it get to a billion dollars right there. Really help it to get to a billion dollars. So we'll see. We shall see. All right. That was the main topics right there. Let's go to the uh, the Twitter's the Twitter questions, and then we'll do the uh, the post show, and we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk. All right. Here we go. All right. Miss, uh, Miss Cat right here. Since Valentine's Day was yesterday, I wanted to know who are your favorite DCEU couples. Well, I mean, come on. How can you – I mean – Lois Clark, Lois and Clark, how do you not like them? I mean, that bathtub scene is just, oh, you know, but hey, so, you know, Jonathan and Martha, I mean, in, in, uh, in uh, Man of Steel, you know, you could tell that there was a loving relationship right there. And then, of course, you know, how that lingered on when it came to Martha. But yeah, we can have them as well uh, right up there with them. I mean, we didn't really get to see Bruce really have, like, any kind of room. I mean, we all want to pretend that, you know, Carla Gugino's Selena Kyle is somewhere around there, and you know, somewhere in that world where, you know, that would be, Jesus Christ, that movie would be too sexy, too sexy. Be more sexier than that deep water trailer, right, guys? Jesus. Brad Coran. What kind of odds would you give to Toby and Multiverse of Madness? Personally, between No Way Home and Raimi, I'd put money on it. Yes, I think the odds are fantastic. I'm pretty sure I would not. I think he's going to show up in that. I think he's going to show up in there. Yeah. Rosemary. Hi, Dave. Have you seen the Lord of the Rings series trailer? I have. I saw it, of course, during the Super Bowl. But like I said, I've never been like a huge Lord of the Rings guy. So I was like, all right, looks cool. 
you know, I'm probably going to revisit the movies again because I watched them a while ago. Just was never my bag when it came to uh, the nerd world. Never really got into the wizardy sword, you know, stuff. It just was never my bag. I've always been open about that where I've just never really uh, dug that. But they are good movies. I'm not saying that they're damn, you know, they're like, oh, those movies suck. No, no, they're, they're great movies. Peter Jackson really did some great, but I'll probably revisit them and then, yeah, and then, uh, Check out the series. Why not? Uh, Ronak, do you think Marvel is now relying on cameos instead of making good story solo movies? P.S. You inspired me to start a gaming channel. Any tips? <sighs> I, well, I don't do gaming, so I would just say just, just do it. See what works. Turn the camera on. Turn the microphone on. All that stuff. Um, um, so when it comes to Marvel, I don't... Well, well, that's the thing. It's like, I don't... Spider-Man No Way Home didn't rely on cameos. Everybody who came back was significant to the actual movie. You know, it wasn't like they were just showed up and that was it. So that was very much part of the story. And I'm ho- and it's looking like when it comes to Multiverse of Madness, it's going to be almost like the same kind of thing. It's like these characters are actually a crucial part of the story. So I don't think they're really relying on cameos, you know. And, you know, not to mention I like the storytelling in No Way Home. I think it was better than the previous two so uh yeah so there's that so that's that's my opinion on it uh eric yo dave sorry i ain't there tonight previous engagement so if you already address this detail fair enough so i trust i am not the only one concerned about the yahoo article mentioning kylar and sarnoff getting the boot but not mentioning emmerich what do you think uh i think emmerich is definitely going to be getting uh the boot um, but they also mentioned Sarnoff. I guess I should have read a little bit more in there, but I was mainly talking about the Jason Kylar stuff. So, yeah, well, I mean, unless, unless Toby Emmerich got down on his knees for Mr. Zaslav, uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, Jack Martin, Robin was included in the comics as a way to appeal to kids that that's why he was 13. Do you really think it could work in live action in Reeves universe? I just don't buy the, that, uh, Pattinson's Bruce would team up with a 13 year old, but if they make it work, I won't complain. I think it can. I think there's a chance that it can, to be honest, just try to just give it a shot. I think Re- in Reeves, we trust. Mike, Soups Kenobi. You know, I really wish Ayer himself was tweeting out more footage from his cut. Me too. Doesn't have to be too long, but if the release of the Ayer cut wants to be as big as the release of Snyder Cut movement, then it coming from the horse's mouth would boost it like it did with Snyder. I totally agree with that, but I think he's just, he's trying to still be a company man. I mean, you see him, you know, tweeting stuff about the Suicide Squad. He's talking to James Gunn. He's uh, also said he's really enjoyed Peacemaker as well, which, by the way, Peacemaker, uh, again, when it came to the last seven days on Twitter, it came in third to the Olympics and Super Bowl when it came to trending. Yeah, so a lot of people still talking about Peacemaker. So, yeah, all you guys out there that keep on – Tweeting about how much you hate it. You're helping with this, by the way. But it's down 75%, so I guess there's always that. But anyways, <laughs> Jesus, that's where I, I, I see more I see more people tweet hating it more than praising it. It's just like, yeah, you guys are adding to the analytics, you ding-dongs. Anyways, yes, I agree with you. I really wish that Ayer posted that clip yesterday that we saw, Joker, that alternate Joker clip. 
But sadly, uh, yeah, I think he's just trying to be like, hey, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Um, the way that it got tweeted out was weird, or the way it got posted too was also a little bit like a little head scratch as well. But hey, long as it's out there, that's all that matters, you know? We could put away our differences about certain things and just be like, hey, more awareness, another clip out there, um, you know, even if it was just like a, a, an ego stroke. Anyways, um, Edward. Hey, Dave. So with Keaton's Batman appearing in the flashback with Jim Gordon, do you think they're erasing the past of Affleck's Batman from existence? If so, how do you think that'll work? I don't think that's the case. I just think it's some crazy alternate variant universe kind of thing that we're going to be getting. I don't know. Like I said, there's so many questions. I love the theories, though, but I don't think it's like going to be like erasing full-on stuff. Joseph Cornelius. I personally won't, don't want Kylar out. I get that he wasn't the savior everyone expected, but I feel like he... Uh, is always willing to uh, meet the Phantom halfway, but if they decide to keep Emmerich and Sarnoff, then I say nuke the whole thing, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Clement, do you think Flash will make close to a billion dollars? Right As of right now, I would say maybe we'll get at least halfway there. I don't know. It seems like there needs to be more buzz with it. I would say halfway there right now, maybe, but... Yeah, I'm not confident it's going to make a billion dollars right now. Edward, Batman, Batman, na 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 Yeah, that's right. Uh, these are my top bat suits right here. I actually agree with a lot of this. I love, you know, I, mean, you know, I love the 89 suit. And then you got the animated suit. I love the Batman Begins suit. And then, of course, the BVS suit. Yeah, so I would actually agree with you there, Andrew. It's a good, it's a good top four. Uh, Mr. Milana. Hey, yo, Dave, what do you think of the Wonder Twins movie on HBO Max? Hey, there's an audience somewhere for it. I'll check it out. But I, you know, it's nothing I was like excited for. But I always love it when fans go, who asked for this? Who asked for this? Wonder Twins fans. Okay. <laughs> Just because you didn't ask for it. They did. That's why when I when when I had that tweet yesterday, or over the weekend where it was like, literally, who asked for, you know, the Batgirl stuff? And I'm like, literally, some people. Just because it wasn't you, shit doesn't revolve around you and what you like, okay? <laughs> I just always find it funny when I'm like, who asked for this? Plenty of people. <laughs> there are people out there, okay? Ugh, just funny. Fans are funny. People, fans, are all funny. Ryan. Not the Top Gun Maverick needs uh, any uh, hype to help it, but putting Tom in as a variant Tony Stark is starting to really grow on me as long as we don't get a silly Austin Powers cameo. Yeah, true, true that. True that, true that, true that right there. Uh, and also, let's see, where am I at here? Let me refresh this. I took a little poll as I'm trying to, you know, run polls on YouTube right now. Uh, before the shows to see where everybody just gauging where everybody's at right here. And I kind of, you know, I ran a poll when it came to uh, Jason Kylar and how you guys felt. And there's the current uh, poll right there. 812 votes. Would you be disappointed to see Jason Kylar leave after the Warner Brothers and Discovery merger? 15% um, said yes. 27% said nope. Get out. 58% wouldn't carry the way. So a lot of people don't even care <laughs> about, most people don't even really care about uh kylar being there or something like that so i guess it's it's fine you know so my mom loves the wonder twins there you go see wonder meg 
yeah, I mean, you know, not everything's going to be for everyone, you know? That's why laying out there when you were talking about, like, Blue Beetle, and I was like, what do you got against Blue Beetle? <laughs> you know? Nothing against that. I mean, variety, guys. Variety. I, I am appreciating that DC is trying to put as much variety as possible. Trying to put as much variety as possible. Uh, in certain people, certain people out there just wanted variety of Zack Snyder's verse. That's all they want. They just want one universe that was what Zack built, which is fine. Yes, it's a beautiful universe and we want more of it. Now, of course I do, but we also want variety, right? Okay, Peacemaker's not for you. Guess what? You don't have to fucking watch it. You have the freedom to not, you know, you're not forced to watch it. Um, a lot of people are digging it. A lot of people dig some stuff. That's just the way it is. You know, there's a lot of people. I mean, they're really going to try to capture. I never got into Wonder, Twi Wonder Twins either. But, you know, if they do something cool with it, maybe I'll watch it. But am I going to like it? Maybe not. I mean, look what happened with Titans. I was really hoping to really like Titans. And every fucking season, I'm just like, <sighs> I can't every time. And I keep on crawling back, keep on crawling right back to, to Titans, and it ends up disappointing me every fucking season, you know? I mean, it's just the way it is. And then we have this Gotham Knights thing that's coming out that's also going to have Dick Grayson, and then they're talking about Robin in, in the Bat universe, the Matt Marie's Bat. There's going to be dicks everywhere, just dicks everywhere. You get a dick. You get a dick. You get a dick. You know, there's just dicks everywhere. Yes. Called the Dick Universes, man. Oh, that's a good way to wrap up the show right there by dropping... Dropping that. Wait, saying all that. Will you fucking go? Jesus Christ. Anyways, guys. All right. Dick's falling from the sky all over the place. Anyways, guys. Appreciate you uh, clicking in today. Always fun. Appreciate you guys. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. If you want to, uh, you know, subscribe to the channel, make sure you subscribe. Hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. And, of course, you can always find the audio versions on the various Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon Music, all that stuff. Uh, if you want to join, become a member. We'll be doing a post-show stream after this. Like I said, I'll talk about a little bit about the stuntman, this mysterious stuntman. I'm so mysterious, but anyways. And then, of course, you got the Patreon if you want to help out the pirate ship right there. We'll be doing a Patreon stream hopefully pretty soon. And then, of course, you got the Film Junkie Closet down below with merchandise, merchandise, merchandise. So do all that. Members, I'll see you soon. I'll be posting it on the YouTube feed. So uh, look forward to that. And uh, we'll talk a bit. And I'll see you guys, the rest of you guys, tomorrow. Same junkie time, same junkie channel. Talk to you later.